It's mozzarella. It's marzipan. And it's the moon, baby! Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. Um, hey guys, I want to take that again. Uh, in three, two, one. <laughs> from hey, the top. from the top, from the top of the peace spot. Uh, <laughs> Monday Morning Macabre, the show where we talk about the spookiest and creepiest, uh, and wildest and wackiest stories we can find. And we're all over the map. We with, have range with, with Darcy and Scones. I'm Darcy. That is Scones. You should know this by now. You should know our voices, guys. We're we're in your brains every week. Hashtag no new listeners. Hashtag, Only the returns. It's we have actually exponential zero growth. It's wild. We haven't seen a new listener since uh, August 13th of 2018, before we even started the podcast. And that's the way we like it. And boy, oh boy, we are not planning on doing anything else in the future to make more listeners happen because we like do not share. We really like uh, just how it's how 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 intimate our our listenership is. It's getting intimate. It's getting actually. Speaking of intimacy, my cat is in my booth right now, just clawing the shit out of my feet. Hell hey, yeah, Cooney. Okay, she's literally sprawled out across the bottom with just her hooks in my socks. Does she have like a note to her collar that says like the producers want you guys to do like <laughs> more plugs of something? Yeah, it said get more listeners, nerd. I was like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm glad you uh, have listened to every single thing we've ever put out, all of you listening now. I'm sure you have not missed an episode nor thought saw a title and thought, I'll skip that one. Because you're all such loyal, loyal listeners, and we appreciate you for that. Uh, Scones, do we have any, like, I don't know if we have any announcements or anything. I don't know if there's anything we need to talk about. Ooh, um, you know, we got a Patreon episode coming out this week. Hey, we got that Sharknado coming to you, Patreon listeners. Live at the Garden. Live? We're doing a live, (laughs) live at the Garden. We're going to be watching Sharknado. There's a lot of, a lot of people don't want us to do this, say there's some... (laughs) <laughs> Some legalities there that we are missing, but I tell them you don't you don't know shit. Also, the garden. You don't know who I am. I'm gonna walk into the garden and just tell them beat it. Who's ever playing on the court right now? Ow, Tony! God damn it! Okay, hold on. You gotta go. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Fuck! Get out! Tooney. The producers are not happy. Tony, you need to get out. I'm sorry. I took. Honestly, this is my fault, and I'm not trying to like. Uh, you know, uh, be the victim here, but I did take her bottle caps that she's been hoarding inside of this booth that I just learned about um, from, like, beer bottles that I've opened. She she takes the caps and she hides them in here, and I just discovered that, so I put them all in my pocket, so I think she smells them and is trying to get them back. She's like, dude, you took, that's my savings account. She, she's like, I've been, there's four, ow, fuck! She just jumped up and attacked my fucking hand! Well, probably because you got her, you've been touching her nest Wait, egg. Wait, she's, yeah, she's really pissed about this. She's like, my kid's college tuition is gone okay <laughs> i think we're good now sorry about that everybody um wow that was wild guys girls um this week i will be presenting because we are now on flip-flop schedules before i was like okay if it's if we're doing patreon tent i know that scones is doing the tent and then since i did the two-parter everything is now flipped um but yeah, i'm going with to this that uh the double stack sammy yeah, I double stack the Sammies to get a little advantage on my on my interest rates. If you guys if you guys don't talk business, then just leave the podcast now. If your friend group is talking about sports <laughs> and not about like if you guys aren't starting on Bitcoin right now, you guys aren't doing it right. 
lose fake friends and then live, laugh, love. Get your way fake to money, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin, the future of. Listen, if your financials are not decentralized, <laughs> I'm swiping. All right, so to end this man's whole career. Oh, fucking now I lost my goddamn article. <gasps> hey, listeners, me scones here. Uh, not stalling. Me scones why you here. Would it's <laughs> scones here. Oh, What's hey, listeners, scones me life? scones here. Uh, listeners, you might notice I might sound like it, but I'm a bit uh. This has been an eventful weekend with me. It's all right, been a, all right. shut up, scones. Multiple, okay, all right, <laughs> we'll talk later. Um, all right, guys, so this week I'm going to be bringing Scones and the rest of you all listening the wild and crazy, with some macabre twists, uh, life of John McAfee. We're doing it. We're talking yes. about Yes, this is, this is like one of the most... Recent and relevant type yeah, of stories. This is recent. Done. This is relevant. This is Bitcoin, baby. Today we're gonna be Fake going internet <laughs> monies. <laughs> uh but yeah, so John McAfee, founder of McAfee Security and also uh just insane person. He was he he, he was found dead in his prison cell, a la Epstein. Uh Ooh, you are spoiling right to the end in case anyone I well, I mean it news. was huge news like a month ago. So I think everybody, if you don't know who he is, then that won't matter. And if you do know who he is, you know that he's he, that happened. So I'm reading a New York Post article titled Inside Tech Mogul John McAfee's Wild Life and Death, Sex, Drugs, and Guns, which is going to be my epitaph on my grave, baby. That's Can we change the name of the podcast? Is it too late? <laughs> Sex, Drugs, and Guns with Scones and Darcy. Where we talk about spooky <laughs> ghosts. That would be so funny. And then people check in and all we talk about is like I, we safe sh- sex and like <laughs> like what the best like uh like blood pressure medication yeah. is. And then like all the most mild yeah. versions of those three things. And then like our favorite super soakers or like nerf guns. That that's you know what? Season three of this podcast is taking a, it's gonna be Money More Cobb and then subtitled Sex, Drugs, and Guns. <laughs> <laughs> we might do it. Who I, knows? Uh, I'm I'm on board. I'm hundred percent on board. Let's get it. As Honestly, weird as I think you would probably get more listeners. They'd be like, "All right, I'm in." I don't know what. Dude, we're looking at the numbers from our research, and this podcast <laughs> has to get hotter, faster. Yeah, we need to wetter we, ASAP. Dude. Yeah, we're just gonna take all popular things and shove them together. Be Monday morning, Monday morning <laughs> macabre, sex, drugs, drugs, and guns on Love Island, baby. Every recording session we do, I'm gonna be wearing one of those Hawaiian shirt like button ups with flames on it. Yeah, and I'm gonna have Guy Fieri's uh, like frosted tips on my grave. And I'm only buying sunglasses with white uh, yep. rims. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's get into uh, the article. <laughs> Enough about the future. <laughs> So this starts with kind of an overview of what happens, and then it goes into the history of his life. So we're kind of summarizing the beginning, but but it's a right, good- Right, you got to tell the tale. We got to get through it. So John McAfee's death is as much of a chaotic mystery as his life was. 
Immediately after it was announced that the 75-year-old software mogul had hanged himself in a Barcelona prison on Wednesday, honestly goals, people began digging up suspicious old <laughs> tweets from him. I am content in here. I have friends. The food is good. All is well. Know that if I hang myself a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. He had tweeted this last October while in prison. So that's Why can he tweet sketchy. in prison? Um, because rich people in prison and real prison isn't a th- it's not the same. Uh, right. In July 2019, McAfee posted, getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself. <laughs> we're going to kill yourself. <laughs> I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Checked, check my right arm. Uh, and he has a picture of a tattoo he got that is a dollar sign followed by, in all caps, whacked. So, just gives you an idea of the, the kind of guy we're, we're talking about here. Uh, he's calls a, his shot, man. He calls it as he sees it. Yeah, he's a re- he's a real straight shooter. This guy. In- yeah, so included was a photo sporting his fresh ink. And then on Wednesday, hours before his death, Spain's national court in Madrid announced that McAfee could be extradited to the U.S. to face a ten-count federal indictment for tax evasion. He was charged with directing income into bank accounts and cryptocurrency exchange accounts in the names of others and accused of hiding assets, including real estate and a yacht. So he was Is basically- that enough for the U.S. government to want to kill you? Uh, well, there's more reasons. <laughs> we'll get into Here it. Here we go. Strap in, baby. On Friday, his wife, Janice Dyson McAfee, blamed the U.S. for his death, telling reporters at the prison that where he spent the last eight months that her husband was not suicidal. I blame the U.S. authorities for this tragedy, she read from a prepared statement. Because of these politically motivated charges against him, my husband is now dead. Days before his death, she had tweeted, Now the U.S. authorities are determined to have John die in prison to make an example of him for speaking out against the corruption within their government agencies. It's only appropriate that McAfee would go out with one last jaw-dropping twist. So now I realize you're all like, whoa, we're really in there right now. but. Now we're gonna. This now, is macabre. Now Fuck. we're taking. Now we're taking a step back to get more of the the background as to why uh, it's very interesting. These these tweets he made and letters that have come up and whatnot. So now we're getting yeah, into the so, actual history of the man. So listener, we know you're like inches away from your phone watching that little dot move in the timestamp change, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know take it back. Step it back. Here we go. Who would expect any less from the antivirus software millionaire? who claimed to have fathered 47 children and once lived with a harem of seven young women. (laughs) He went on the run in 2012 after being named as a person of interest in a Belize murder, one of several crimes he was linked to and seemed to relish life as a fugitive. He also believed that he was being chased by dark forces within the U.S. government. When he fled Belize and sought political asylum in Guatemala, he changed his appearance by dyeing his hair and beard and sticking wads of chewed bubblegum to his upper gums to flatten his face. I don't want to be unkind, but he seems to be extremely paranoid, said Belize's former prime minister, Dean Barrow. I would go as far to say he's bonkers. So. (laughs) That sounds a little unkind, Mr. Prime Minister. Yeah. So let's get into the history of. uh, So he made antivirus. So 1985. (laughs) No. uh, Viruses were Viruses. John David McAfee was born in 1945 in Cinderford, a small English town near a U.S. Army base where his American father, Donald, was a soldier and his mother, Joan, was British. 
the way it's written makes it sound like he's a soldier, she's British. Will they Her ever be able to, be. to mend their relationship? <laughs> like, it's like their occupation is British. He carries a gun, she carries an umbrella. <laughs> what a wacky couple. John was their only child. The family moved to Roanoke, Virginia, spooky, where his <gasps> father, who? Where his, where his father worked as a road surveyor and his mother became a bank teller. An abusive, an abusive alcoholic, Donald beat his son mercilessly. McAfee told Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures, who had a contract to write McAfee's biography. And I want to mention in this New York Post article, like, you know how like when articles are talking about people, they'll, they'll throw in like images of them just kind of randomly as the article goes? Yeah. Uh, the image they put below that paragraph is him uh, throwing up like two hand signs pointing towards his face with a uh, thong covering his face and like a COVID mask covering his junk uh, and he's naked. <laughs> so that's a that's wild the, picture the, to post after yeah. like his abusive. Like, yeah, exactly. They're like father. his father beat him mercilessly. Check and out look this how he shit. turned out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny because it's, it's, but you guys know what we mean. But check, look, look up the picture. Poor it's, taste it's by crazy, the Yeah, it's a crazy <laughs> choice for a photo. Um, John goes on to say, Every day I wake up with him. Every relationship I have, he's by my side. Every mistrust, he is the negotiator of that mistrust. So my life is Ooh. fucked. McAfee told nice. Wire. The article, which detailed McAfee's fascination with Russian roulette, featured a photograph of the entrepreneur holding a silver revolver to his temple. Just a, like, this dude's like, okay, if cocaine could become a human being, <laughs> like, he's done it. He's become cocaine incarnate. If Guy Fieri chose the dark side <laughs> yeah, instead basically. of the light. I was told that he played Russian roulette with the writer, Fink said. I mentioned that I heard about it and I wanted to do a similar picture. He was an egomaniac, and the crazier things got, the more it played into what he was trying to convey. So he sounds like a he sounds like an even like a scarier version of Hunter S. Thompson at this point. Yeah, he's like if Hunter S. Thompson was more like malicious and uh egotistical, I feel like. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson was just like, drugs are sweet, let's write. This dude's like <laughs> <laughs> Drugs are rad. Let's see. We're, we're ripping and writing, baby. Whereas McAfee is like, you want to see me try and blow my fucking brains out right now to do all this coke? Or yeah, uh, actually, I think Hunter S. Thompson used to follow around and watch people like McAfee. Yeah, 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 yeah. So McAfee styled himself as a mad genius with an addictive personality. Um, by his own account, he sold magazine subscriptions to fund his undergraduate math degree at Roanoke College and ended up making a small fortune. He finished his BA in 1967, but spent much of, but spent much of the cash getting drunk. A year later, he enrolled in an advanced degree program at Northeast Louisiana State College, where he also taught classes but was kicked out for having sex with one of his students, an undergraduate whom he later married. Although he worked for various tech companies, including Xerox, General Electric, and NASA, McAfee spent the next several years in a drug and alcohol-fueled haze, dropping acid, snorting cocaine, and washing everything down with a bottle of scotch. See, that so, part now he sounds a lot more like Jack Parsons. Yeah. So, guys, if you're like, man, I'm never going to be able to work for big, cool companies like NASA, this dude did. So, you know, chin so up. what's your excuse? <laughs> yeah, so read that book. Get on it. 
Dum dum. Sell magazine subscriptions. Yeah, it's 1967. You can pay. If you can afford a house. You can get out of student debt. All of these things are possible because you weren't born now. So he goes on to say, most of my bosses also use drugs of some kind, he told BBC in 2012. I was in the tech field after all. We were the leading edge in technology and the leading edge in personal experimentation. Whoa. Whoa, this dude does drugs and is cool. Do a kickflip, do a backflip, do a keg stand, freshman. Uh, I'm the neighbor of the soror or the fraternity. Yeah, you're the old guy, and I'm just like trying in. to like sound seem cool. So like I go outside to like turn off my porch light, and I'm like, yeah, do a do a kickflip. Yeah, you go over to ask if they can keep it down. They're like, that guy's a fucking cop. <laughs> They're like, you keep saying do a kickflip. Do you mean a keg stand? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, tech tech dudes. It's yeah, like, don't you guys love Tony Hawk? <laughs> and they're all like, isn't that guy like 60 now? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a Tony Hawk? Hey, you guys think droopy dogs over there? You guys like droops? <laughs> Do you guys like cheers and droopy dog? <laughs> hey, I got Hanna-Barbera going in the living room if you guys want to come chill. It's like, mm, <laughs> a, little, a little outdated, sir. Oh, man. When he moved to St. Louis to work for the Missouri Pacific Railroad, McAfee was on a downward spiral. His wife left him, and he shut himself in his home doing drugs for days on end and listening to Pink Floyd. Also seems like it's a shot at Pink Floyd almost. This sounds like the, like, Moms Against Drugs wrote it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, do- it does sound like Dare was like, okay, we need to we need a, a refresh our look. And then he started listening to Slayer, and he <laughs> killed all the cats in the neighborhood. Yeah, so once, uh, once that rock music got in his life, he started lighting <laughs> things on fire and was never the same. Watching videos of that Elvis Presley and his <laughs> heinous dancing. All that hip movement caused him to just ruin his life. Honestly, though. Honestly, though. Honestly, though. I'm thinking about ruining my life. <laughs> honestly, though, Elvis ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> ruined my life, Elvis. He said his life changed radically in 1984 after a therapist convinced him to attend an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and he got clean. But in 2010, McAfee began to extol the hallucinations and increased sex drive he derived from a chemical compound known as alpha-PHP, the drug used in bath salts. It's highly ah. addictive. Yeah, so he was on bath salts, so cool. It's highly addictive and can cause cognitive impairment and intense paranoia. Despite the drugs, McAfee was a computer visionary. It was during a stint at the defense contractor Lockheed Martin in 1986 that he came face-to-face with a computer virus. I had never heard of a virus before. Neither had anyone in technology, he said. So, imagine being, the, like, on one, like, just fi- like a computer virus. It's, like, it's such a common thing nowadays, but they were like, this is, like, a new thing we have to deal with. And you're like, goddamn. Dude, that would be so scary. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, like what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Like, this can just shut down everything? Yeah, he's like, he's, and they're like, you think that's bad? Wait till the year 2000. It's just game over. Yeah, dude, all the computers, like... <laughs> they're all just gonna, like, become sentient and kill us all, or everything's gonna shut down, and we're all gonna die from, like, a cold, like, a, a, a an electrical malfunction across the seaboards. That was the stupidest, dude, like, now, <laughs> looking yeah, back... That was dumb as fuck. It makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but... But um, it was, like, common, like... It was yeah, not that was crazy like, for people to believe that Y2K was just speaking of dated references. Yeah, there computers were sold with stickers that said, "Make sure to shut off your computer before midnight on <laughs> Y2K." And they're like, "Oh, is it gonna kill me? <laughs> it's gonna like, kill me. Ooh. It has to kill me, right?" 
<laughs> I want to die. So McAfee worked on software to dis disinfect the company's computers and was inspired to set up his McAfee Associates in 1987 to create security software. He could unravel viruses and came up with a solution, said writer Mark Egl Eglinton, author of No Domain, the John McAfee tapes. His company came up with a standardized virus package that people could install. It was the first one sold to corporations and sold to individuals. Although the company made a great deal of money, McAfee wanted nothing to do with the corporate world, said Eglinton, who spent two years interviewing him. When the company was sold, he got his shares and walked away with hundreds of millions. Long after McAfee resigned in 1994, the company was sold to Intel for $7.7 That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of dough, baby. Flush with cash, McAfee went on a spree of buying and building, building said Eglinton. He founded an instant messaging system, a yoga retreat, and an aero trekking company, which is engine-powered hang gliding. <laughs> what? I, that's he's cocaine incarnate, dude. What do you think? <laughs> that's true. He's like, bro, you know what make you know what make hang gliding way sicker? Fucking Shop rocket a on the fucking bag, jet engine on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Let's I get... want a hammy on that bitch. Hell yeah! Then we can go do some fucking yoga later. <laughs> bro, taking my V eight fucking hang glider to my yoga retreat. Hit me up on my new instant messaging app. <laughs> um, when he turned 60, he began to seek out other challenges. In 2008, McAfee settled in Belize, eventually building a beachfront compound in the Central American country. At first, he contributed to the impoverished community that surrounded his villa, investing in electricity and clean water. Later, he began to employ a small army of heavily armed hitmen and kept a harem of seven young women, some reportedly teens who lived with him. Uh, that's Ooh. not good. Not great. So he just turns into a warlord? Yeah, essentially. He basically becomes Coney 2012, but McAfee 20, like, 10 or whatever, 2008. Just chilling in Belize, and Belize is just very okay with this? I, hey man, I, I do not know how Belize works, TBH. I'm not, I'm not a Belize, uh, entrepreneur. I heard they got great surfing, though. Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, 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 mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Tony Hawk. Yeah, that's... Surf's on land. <laughs> Straight out of Dogtown. <laughs> Damn, dude. Great movie. Rest in peace. Um, but McAfee ran afoul of his neighbor Gregory Fowl. Fall. Fowl. Another, I don't know, Fall. I'm going to say Fall. I like Fowl. Do you think they were trying to be, like, cheeky when they said ran afoul with his neighbor Gregory Fowl? Dude, these New York Post editors are fucking wiling yeah, already. They're, they're, I put it past them. <laughs> Another American expatriate who complained that McAfee allowed his pack of dogs to run freely on their shared beachfront. Fowl, a Florida builder, became so exasperated that he, that he poisoned some of the dogs in November 2012. A few days later, Fowl himself was found shot to death in his home. McAfee denied he had anything to do with the killing, but when local police sought him for questioning... He fled across the border to Guatemala. Not a sketchy thing to do at all. Uh, he was deported to Miami in December 2012 and never charged in connection to the death, which is what? bananas to me. But yeah, that's just like, again. Dude, next time I have to pay taxes, I'm going to be like, nah, you can't. I'm in Miami. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, sorry, dudes. I'm, uh, me and Mr. Miami are hanging out at his place. Mr. Worldwide. Dude, you think your life's bad? Remember, Pitbull's been there, done that. <laughs> God damn it. Tattoos. Let's go. Let's get them. A few years later, 
He began to promote cryptocurrency on social media and charged more than $100,000 per tweet to publicize initial currency offerings, a situation that caught the attention of the Securities and Exchange Commission, which began to investigate him for tax evasion and hiding assets. In 2016, a documentary filmmaker unearthed evidence alleging that McAfee paid a local hitman to kill Fowl. Oh, he got God. The, do- the Michael Moores of the world got him. Yes. In Gringo, The Dangerous Life of John McAfee, Nanette Burstein also interviews Alice, Allison uh, Adamese. I thought you were going to be like, Alistair former... Crowley. I'm going to be like, wow, is that even possible? <laughs> that would be hashtag poggers, as the kids say. Um, Allison Adonisio. We know exactly what business- the kids say. <laughs> we know what they say. And they say, Poggy. <laughs> I don't like the kids now. Uh, hey, kids. Hey, kids, get in here. My Poggies. Thanks, kids. I miss Tony Hawk. <laughs> Are you doing a song from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? I'm doing a Goldfinger song. From Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. <laughs> yep. Called Superman. I'm trying to keep the ground on my feet. Feeling well, falling down around me. I'm gonna have to now I'm gonna have to God, listen to that, that song. Go listen to that song. It's a fucking great that song. That game rules so hard. That game rules. That game fucking rules. <laughs> anyway. So Nanette Burstein also interviews Allison Adonisio a former business associate of McAfee's who claimed that he drugged and raped her in Belize. And the film alleges that David Middleton, a local, a local who robbed McAfee's home, was abducted and mutilated with tasers and knives by McAfee's thugs, then killed. Jesus. Years after, yeah. Years after his escape from Belize, McAfee and Dyson sailed the Caribbean in his yacht, The Great Mystery, and were detained in the Dominican Republic in possession of military-style assault weapons and ammunition. Which is just the most rich guy shit. Dog, ever. if you're listening to this He's, and you're super rich, just chill the fuck out, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, chill. Just invest and give it to your Stop kids. Stop trying to chase that next high because you're just gonna end up a warlord in fucking Belize, dude. Yeah, you're like, bro, I bought a yacht and I also brought seventeen fucking fully extended mag AK-47s. Yeah, we're gonna go make poor people fight each other. <laughs> shit. Bro, I bought an island and we're going to play fucking Fortnite. Dude, we're going to eat that tortoise over there. There's only two of them left in the world. (laughs) As U.S. authorities probed his finances in 2018, McAfee was again on the run, living at a, quote, ghost hotel and alleged secret Bitcoin farm on the Catalan coast. That that sentence you just said was fucking, it's (laughs) never been said before or never been written down until this article. He was arrested at Barcelona's International Airport on tax evasion charges in October. On June 16th, one of his last tweets from jail, McAfee lamented that, quote, My remaining assets are all seized. My friends evaporated through fear of association. I have nothing. Yet, I regret <laughs> That's nothing. the only reason your friends hesitated on having your back. Yeah. <laughs> You're drugging and raping people and, like, having standing armies. Like, and he's like, bro, it's all, dude. My best friend Mike, he'd be here, but you know, the government. But you know. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't pay my taxes. They're like, is that the only thing you think? <laughs> yeah, is that the, really the, it? He's like, I don't see what you're trying to get at. Like, bro. You want to do some blow? I lost my I-9. I don't know what you want, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a typically uh it was a typically cryptic pronunciation from the self-described iconoclast lover of women adventure and mystery 
the description that featured on his Twitter. John operated on the, in the margins of life, said Eglinton. He liked to be slightly misunderstood. Wait, his wife stuck he with succeed- him throughout all this shit? Uh, yeah, he met his wife. I believe he met his wife in Belize. Wow. I want to say if it was in Belize. John McAfee's yeah, wife yeah, yeah, yeah. is was- listening to this? You're a fucking simp. <laughs> oh, boy, we got her. Uh, he liked to be slightly misunderstood. He succeeded in that, even in death. And that's just the life of John McAfee. Just an insane guy, uh, lover of women, adventure, and mystery. Elon Musk can turn into this any day. That's just a very flattering way to paint yourself after you've uh, been allegedly... If you are a suspect in a murder case and escape the country immediately afterwards and also have uh, known to have, have have allegations of being with underaged women and also and raping uh, forcing and, sex yeah. on people. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if those are the words I would necessarily put in my Twitter bio if I was him. But that's not for me. Uh, but, yeah, you know. So, so the real question is, do you think... What do you think happened? Do you think it was an oopsie I mean, whoopsie? Do you think he... Well, it's. It, I, th- I feel like he like set it up to seem like an oopsie whoopsie, but then he was like, "Oh shit, I'm getting extradited back. I'm gonna get like nailed for like ten different counts of tax fraud and go to jail for the rest of my life." But he was already in jail. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. I don't know. Do you think like maybe he is just egotistical enough that he's like, "My legacy will live on way more if I make it seem like it was a whole thing, like a." Conspiracy? Honestly, by the way, this guy lives his life. I wouldn't put it past right. him. Also, I I know we didn't say it outright, but he he was found hung in his jail cell. Yes, uh, we weren't, we didn't we didn't specify. But yes, that's the that's the end of of the John McAfee. He story. also, if uh, I'm he, the U.S. government agents, and this guy tweets out, a la Epstein, like uh, I didn't kill myself. I don't think I would choose for him to hang himself the way Epstein did. Yeah, well, but at the same time, it's like. Do you really think they give a shit based on how obvious the Epstein thing was? Like that shit was like I, I think so they might not give blatant. a shit about this guy enough at all <clears throat> to, to hide if, a death. I think the U.S. government's probably like, no, it's fine. Like we'll just try him. We got him anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the world may never know. But <gasps> what if he's connected? Like, what if he 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 bro, knows? What if it goes Epstein? deeper? Yeah. <laughs> what if him? What if it goes straight to and the then top? Those two guys from Arkansas in that episode that we did, and then <laughs> yeah. You think Joe Biden's walking into like a shadowy council room right now and he's just like, they know. I mean, I was half joking, but like Bill Clinton's connected to half the shit I just said. So <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Uh, Poggy. <laughs> Nothing just more playing the Goldfinger song right now. All right, boys, we'll meet you. Ba- <laughs> We're going to be playing skate uh, at the high school map. We'll see you later. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so, hey, guys, thanks for listening again to another <laughs> rip-roaring episode oh, of Monday also, Morning Oh, also, don't buy McAfee software. Just use Windows Defender. Yeah, also, it's bloatware at this point. If you guys have a Windows PC, you have Windows Defender pre-installed. If it's anything above, like, Windows, like, 7 or 8, you're fine. So, you got Windows Defender. Get rid of McAfee. If you're paying for Norton, please, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, just don't. So you've got Windows Defender. You're good. Just don't download sketchy shit and let it run uh, as administrator. That's all you need to do. It's that, it's that easy, guys. Hey, if you have any more tech questions or need <laughs> IT help, 
DM us Ooh, on our Twitter a new or podcast, our Instagram. A new Sling and Dingers production. <laughs> Can we do just live IT I would podcast? Love that. <laughs> I would die for that. And I would just answer Call the, with the most confidence, even yeah. if I had no fucking idea what it was. <laughs> oh, man. That would be a fun... Uh, oh, right. we have to have a name. Yeah. Listeners, tell us a good name for an IT-related yeah. podcast, but also it's uh, Sling and Dingers. Spill the IT. Ooh, you just come up that's, with that? That's like a five-second off the top of my like head, it. but uh, that's cultural. <laughs> that's relevant. Anyway, if you guys have IT questions, send us a DM at Pod on Twitter, Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram. Go to our website and hit the contact form. I just had form. the stupidest uh, will... idea for an IT podcast. All right, hit me. I want to hear it. I can't wait. It's so such a clumsy portmanteau reaching. <laughs> it's just called Cousin IT. And they call in, <laughs> and the entire time you answer, and I just play Cousin It going... <laughs> and that's it. It's I, so I dumb. thought you were going to go the route of spill the tea, where it's going to be like a, a beauty guru drama combined with an IT support line. Ooh, there was entanglements. About, <laughs> think of the crossbreeding in the promotional materials we can get. Oh think of the gosh. brands that we can get. We can get NordVPN and like, I don't know, uh, uh, Victoria's Secret. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And you know? Uh, Magnolia and whatever. Uh, Lululemon. So make sure to follow Brands. us at those places, guys. And... Uh, Send us any IT questions you have. I'm happy to help. If you're building a computer, I can help you out. And I can I can sound <laughs> well, no. like really confident about it. Or I can talk like Cousin yeah. It. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do whatever you want. Just listen to the content. God damn it. Uh, and above all, have a good Monday. Boy. Boy. Boy.